1: You are listening to the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. Sam Lubman here with Joe Shashi coming at you every week with all the best Giants content out there. Make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing, and sharing because this is the place you want to be for all your Giants content. you want to try and have a little fun here uh, in this last segment. We're a couple, uh, twelve games now into this season, and. I find myself really just kind of up and down with some of these Giants games. You know, they're one day they're putting up 12 runs on the White Sox and you're thinking, woohoo, we're never gonna lose again. And then the next day they're getting shut down by the White Sox, and you're wondering if this team even knows how to play baseball. It's just it's been such an emotional roller coaster to start this season off. It's almost like you don't really know how to kind of comport yourself as a Giants fan in terms of how to deal with Giants baseball. So I figured you and I, as seasoned Giants fans, we got over. 40-plus years of combined Giants watching experience. Try Fifty. Let's Yeah, 50 years, something like that. Um, I'm going to get into some do's and don'ts. Okay. For the 2023 San Francisco Giants. So I'll start off with this first one here, and that is a do. Do expect an even distribution of power throughout this lineup. Don't expect that power to carry the team. <laughs> what I mean by that? You're going to see a lot of guys hit a lot of home runs on this team. Mitch uh-huh. Haniger's going to come back. He's going to hit a lot of home runs. Michael Conforto. He's showing a lot of power. David VR. He's showing a lot of power early. Yastremski, He can get the last couple of years while the hitting mm-hmm. the contact hitting hasn't been there. The power still has. There's a lot of guys here who could hit a lot of dingers in this lineup, but it's going to come and go. It's there's going to be days where they're hitting five, six home runs at a game. And then there's going to be days where it's just like, are we ever going to hit a home run ever again? Shasky, it's almost at a point where the Giants are almost too reliant on home runs. And this is something that kind of worries me. Uh, over 60% of their runs this year, again, it's early, 60% of the runs have come off the long ball. That is just not sustainable. The league average this year, about 40% of home, of runs are coming off the home run. This is two years removed from 2021 where literally 50% of their runs were scored on a home run. You look back throughout their time at Oracle Park, never once did the Giants cross the 43% threshold during that time. The Giants got way too reliant on the home run. And then last year, you kind of saw it. The home runs, they took a step back. There wasn't as much power there. And so there was a gap in the offense the Giants were not able to really kind of fill. And I think that's part of why you saw a team go from 107 wins down to 81. So – as fun as it will be to see all these guys hit home runs, I still don't think you're going to see a 30 home run guy. And you're going to see a lot of these home runs. How many of them are actually going to be useful? I mean, if you're winning a game, six, seven, nothing, and then you add another three, four home runs on top of that, that's cool. But what's that do? If we're already blowing out the other team, you add another couple home runs onto it. That's awesome. But the home runs, they they, they will not carry the team. They're going to be fun. Definitely enjoy them. But the giants need to find other ways to score beyond home
0: runs. I totally agree, but they have no speed. I mean, it's, it's feast or famine. They've built a team with a bunch of guys who they may get an occasional walk, but they're going to strike out like crazy and hit jacks. And to your point, I do think all year it's gonna be feast or famine. So one day we're gonna be thrilled. The next day we're gonna be ready to pull our hair out. To me, the lack of situational hitting is already driving me crazy. Runners on second and third, less than two outs, and strike out, strike out, strike out. It's driving me nuts.
1: Oh, don't even get me started on the bases loaded. I just I remember last year when they went 30 straight plate appearances without a hit with the bases loaded. It just it it, it seemed like like, it, it, I was almost impressed. Like, I feel like that's really hard to do. And then this year, you're seeing again, Chasky, the Giants already lead the ma- major leagues and played appearances with the bases loaded. And they're hitting 290, I believe, right now with the bases loaded, which is good uh, at his teams with uh, double-digit plate appearances, that's seventh in the league, which, again, nothing to shake a stick at. But there's so many times where you have the bases loaded, and then it's three strikeouts in a row. And it's just that's it's so
0: demoralizing. If there's one guy that I could pinpoint that I think will bat around or above 300, I think it's Estrada. Estrada, that's a good one. I think Tyro Estrada has the opportunity this year to to be a 300 hitter. So I know we're lost in the sauce with all the home runs and the strikeouts and everything. Tyro Estrada quietly is a guy that I just think he's a solid, good ball player, and I think he benefits from the lack of the shift as much as some of these other guys.
1: Yeah, uh, and which is good because you. You're starting to see better defensive production from Tyler mm-hmm. Strata too. That was kind of the, I do think there is a bit of a lack of range that he has. Top, surprisingly, he is he's a capable fielder. Is he going to win a Gold Glove? No. no, but he's getting to the point yes, where it's like you I know what, the bat combined with a glove is enough to where it's like you know what, I want you in the lineup every day. And Tyler Estrada, he's a guy who I hear. As a 2020 guy this year, 20 home runs, 20 stolen Mm -hmm. bases. I would like to see him run a little bit more. I don't have his stolen base numbers in front of me right now, but I know the Giants have not really been very proactive on stealing bases. Let's let Tyrell run a little bit, you know, do let Tyrell run. Don't be upset about his uh, lack of defensive range. Um, one more I got for you. Okay. One more. Uh, Michael Conforto do have high hopes for him. He's looked great to start the season. He has. He has he's hopefully going to stay healthy. I think he was, he got a little banged up in the Dodger series, but I haven't heard anything in terms of mm-hmm. kind of an IL stint again, knock on wood there. Uh, don't get too attached to him though, because if he does have the year that uh, he is, kind of having early on he's not going to be back in 2024 and that kind of goes into one of my frustrations that i had in the off season when i'm watching this current iteration of the giants roster be built i'm very excited about this team but there's no long-term juice here as yeah. excited as i am about michael conforto he's basically the hitting version of carlos rodon
0: yeah or gosman who would mm-hmm. be nice to have gosman's having another strong start to the season in toronto I really like Conforto, though. Mm-hmm. Like he, He's a solid ball player. He puts the ball in play. He's got power. Pretty solid defensively out there. I really like him. He would have been a guy that I think would have been so much better during the <laughs> dynasty years. Could you imagine him hitting second or seventh on some of those Giants teams back in the day? Oh, yeah. He, I feel like he would kind of have a similar role,
1: almost like what Angel Pagan has yes. on some of those dynasty yes. teams. Yes, yes. Like, I feel like a vibe there, the maybe path. not as fast as yeah. Pagan, but yeah. definitely a similar role there.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, and uh, I'm just excited. I know we get Detroit, so we get another matchup of a team that they beat in the World Series a decade ago, and um, I don't know, man it's it's not the end of the world. This this giant season has not you know totally ruined my hopes on on where they're at. There are some positives. Again, the David VR Conforto looks good. Yastrzemski has swung a hot bat. I'm seeing Elliot Ramos, and I feel like he's had much better at bats this year than last year, even though it's a small sample size. And then Joey Bart, like, let's just see if Joey Bart can play. If he can't, then so be it. Let's just see it. Give him the full
1: opportunity. Yeah, so uh, really quick, let's take a look at this series the Giants do have coming up. They are in Detroit again, where Detroit, Mm -hmm. uh, they're off to a pretty rough start. The Giants and Tigers, they've almost been kind of – kind of linked together since that 2012 World Series. They both kind of had bouts of success after that World Series and then in 2027 they were finishing one and two yeah. in uh, at, the, at the bottom of the, at the top of the MLB draft and they've both kind of struggled to really get back on track yeah. since then. The Tigers, they got a couple guys worth keeping an eye on, uh Spencer Torkelson, yeah. uh, the little kid. Little? He's looking all right that right little. now. Uh, Riley screen. Yeah, Riley Green, he was drafted yeah. a couple spots ahead yeah. of Hunter Bishop in that 2019 draft. Mm. He's shown a lot of promise. Other than that, though, Scott Harris, who, you know, as we remember, he left the the Giants to go run uh, the Tigers. Yeah. He's got himself a bit of a hole, really, to dig himself out of with this Tigers team. It's It's been really tough. They're just, the Tigers, they got to a slow start. They did beat the Blue Jays uh, yesterday. They were able to salvage a game there. But uh, you know who uh, had, their, had their way with the Tigers this week? It was Brandon Belt. I don't know if you saw any of those Tigers Blue Jays games. No. Belt had six hits in those no. three games. He had a four-hit game, I think, on uh what was I think Tuesday. So do, you night. Miss him? do you miss him? Well, we're getting there. We're getting there. It's it was kind of cool. You see him come up to bat here in, in Toronto and you hear his old walk-up music, and it's just the nostalgia hits you a little bit, but we'll, we'll have plenty of time to talk about Brandon belt. When the giants do go to Toronto later this year on the hill tonight for the tigers is Joey Wentz who got lit up by the red Sox in his last start. I think he was tagged for like four or five runs and under two innings of work. So the tigers, they're a struggling team giants, you know, let's, let's see one of those feast days for the giants and maybe even put together a winning streak. They have yet to win two games in a row this year, I believe. And it'd be nice to have a, a a W two in that streak column. Uh, in the, in the baseball standings. Agreed. So, anyway, Shasta, before we wrap here, you got any final thoughts yeah. uh, before we get out of here?
0: I'm exhausted from the <laughs> week that it was. So it, we have been
1: running marathons on the morning yeah. roads this week. So, I know. anyway, Giants Russell taking Russell's on the Tigers. my
0: laptop right now, face first.
1: Oh, geez, yeah, my, my laptop's screaming at me from all the work it's been doing. So, Giants are in Detroit this weekend. Uh, we'll have our eye on that, as well as our eye on the Warriors and Kings on yep. Saturday night. Uh, Sam Lubman here with Joe Shasky's, the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. We will see you on the next one.